Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made and Paid Show. Zach here. I got Professor Dreg back with me. Thank you, guys, for tuning into the show. I'm sorry if you can hear the counselor in the background. She's on the phone with clients. So if you hear any kind of noises, that's where it's coming from. Just want to give you guys a quick heads up. But there's a lot to talk about. You know, there's a lot of hysteria now. Um, we can talk about a bunch of different things here. The first thing I want to mention real quick off the bat is uh, – a bit of a hysteric reaction to Trump's comments to the Democrat squad about going back to their countries because of the fact that they are seemingly more in line with the interests of other countries rather than our own. And people are interpreting that as straight racism, but there was no mention of race ever. And it's really funny because a group of women who are women of color, you know, Trump supporters were interviewed on CNN and that, you know, CNN tries to race bait them. Like, don't you think what he said was racist? And immediately they were like, wait, I'm a brown woman. And nothing that he said was racist because if you don't love America, it's like that that's just the, the reasonable response. And there was no topic of race that was ever brought up. They made it about race, not the other way around. And we can dive into Arnold's speech and all that kind of stuff in, in a bit. But I wanted to bring that up because here's the thing. Did you know that when that happened, his support actually rose? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, Went up but, five points. It says Republican support for Trump jumped five points after he told the Democrat squad, which is like Ayanna Presley, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, to go back and fix the totally broken and crime-infested places which they came. There was actually no mention of going back to their own country. It was just like, dude, you came from... Brooklyn like you got to fix Brooklyn before you start calling the shots here <laughs> but it was I don't know it's just hilarious well, also, in one of the tweets it did say like you know but but he didn't mention anything about those four people he was just talking in general yeah about people who come in from other and then they're complaining and then he said go back I said if you think you know how to fix things go back to your country fix it come back here and tell us how to do it <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing they twisted. These people can't think. Man, he was well, see, on but, point. But but see, but you know, I'm glad you you are uh, are talking about this because we spoke about this before at least five times, and uh, and my response has always been, ah, gosh darn it, here because I don't want to jump into Christianity so quick. But if you understand Christian principles you will understand what Trump is doing. Right. And because um, basically it's, it's, uh, and then it goes into that motivational speech about with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger gave a motivational speech sometime earlier this year. And, uh, and he talks about things, but it wasn't like advertly Christian. He just said like, I'm blessed. That's all he said. And uh, yeah. you know, 
but but it's it's uh it's not overtly christian but they talk about principles of christianity and this is the same thing too without knowing the bible but i know this to be true that you have to look at the actions of a man in order to know what he's doing to know what's in his heart and i said it before and i said it before you got to ignore what trump does on on twitter because it has nothing to do with what he's doing in real life right and uh you know so this whole thing and this is what really gets me upset that all of these quote-unquote independent journalists and of course the people on the left they're all twisting it making it about racism when it has nothing to do with the race it has nothing to do with anything other than him just you know trying to get people to work hard that's all those tweets meant hey look if you think you can fix things, go back to your own country, fix it, and bring it back to the United States. Right. You know, assimilation, basically. And that's a core principle of Christianity. Without even thinking about, like, because I know this to be true, the way things work as far as economics, is because we've been talking about this, like, you know, street economics, you know, how, you know, economic principles, does the government control Economics. The answer is no. What does control? Uh, what does control economics? Human behavior, and how we respond to incentives. <laughs> what is the ultimate incentive? The thought of going to heaven <laughs> is the ultimate incentive that has you know everlasting life. That's an incentive. How are we going to get everlasting life? It's an incentive right. to do better, to work harder. To have everlasting life, and I don't even know if this is true, but I believe to get everlasting life, you have to work extremely hard every day. I'm going to correct you right there, and I think that this is important for all of our listeners. I'm going to say it right now. Salvation is not through works, it's of faith. And once you get it, you cannot lose your salvation. I'm just going to, because this is coming directly from the book of Romans. And this this is why... This actually leads me into my next point where we kind of go in and announce We can talk more about this more so, but that's the thing. People have it backwards. They think, they think that salvation is you're saved and you go to heaven with everlasting life through works. And it's not because if it was through works, right, who's going to be the determining factor as to whether or not you're good enough by what good deeds you do. See, that's where the Roman Catholic Church, and oh, dude, this fits in so well. That's why I want you to read the New Testament. But the thing is, salvation is of faith, not of works. That, that's the, the big thing that people don't seem to understand. Even a lot of Christians, they think, I got to do good things and everything. Well, if it were of works, then what's the point of having Christ? What's the point of having him die for your sins if it's all of uh, works, right? And this is why... When Paul wrote Romans, how rather fitting is it that that book was addressed to the Romans at the time, which eventually became the biggest denomination of the so-called Christian church? And in Catholicism, they preach a workspace salvation. You got to be a good person. What the hell does that mean? You know, like it's just then, then you're putting your faith into yourself and not your faith onto Christ because you think that based on your own works, you're good enough. No one is because in Romans 3.23, 
all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's the first thing everybody needs to get into their head. And that's what the whole humbling aspect of Christianity is about. It's because it's not about you. It's about somebody else. So I think that that's a big thing that people need to, if there's anything about Christianity that people take away, whether it's you or anyone here, it is not of works. You are saved. I mean, yes, you, you do good works because that obviously is going to glorify your father in heaven. And that's part of being a Christian, but you are not saved through works. You're saved through faith. That, 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 you know, that, that is the, the bottom line. Like that is. Yeah, no, but that's not what I meant by works. Oh, what did you mean? What by, I mean by works, I mean by working on yourself. Like, cause that's the thing you got, because I, I believe a lot of people don't work on themselves. Yeah. They, they don't like, it's not about doing good deeds for the sake of doing good deeds because you know, like I, I've always said this, the road to hell is paid with good intentions. Right. And I think that's what you're talking about. Those types of works. Right. But when I say work, I mean, working on yourself, the, um, okay. So we'll leave it too. Um, so <laughs> I know, no, but cause, and I think, cause no, but I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that cause man, like we really have to have these conversations. Um, because when you're working on yourself, mm-hmm. like l- let's say like you believe in salvation, like you you've been saved, yeah, but you don't work on yourself. You, you fall into these traps, like, you know, like, you know, like little bad habits, like, you know, like a lot of people get into like bad eating habits, you know, and then, you know, with these bad eating habits comes health problems and blah, 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 but they don't work on them like they don't work hard or diligent to understand like hey look i can't be eating all this junk food i can't make myself unhealthy yeah yeah but that that has nothing to do with salvation that just has to do with being a better person on this planet you know being able to fulfill you know a better purpose for yourself but it has nothing to do with with everlasting life because i mean it's good to, to work on yourself it's good to do those things but you know, it, there's no correlation between what you do here and what you do then. Because what if you did all those good things for whose for whose glory is it for? Right? Is it for yourself? Well, but see, but that's the thing. Man. When you do, when you work on yourself, when you're loving yourself, as because like because uh, I'm telling you, the two the two commandments are so simple, but it's actually quite difficult to do because people do not love themselves. They don't. They think they do, but they don't because, and that's why I like that Schwarzenegger thing. The one thing that people always count on is the safety net. And when there's a safety net, people tend not to work as hard on themselves because there's always a plan B. And plan B means plan A is going to fail. So you got to put your total faith in plan A. And that's the only plan. There's only plan A and the whole point of plan A is to get salvation. And that's in belief of Jesus, I guess, from mm-hmm. what you're saying. And, and, but the thing is, how do you, what is plan A? But plan A, it's not like doing good work to like, oh yeah, I want to help fix this, fix that, fix that. No, the first thing you got to do is love yourself. And so that way you get a goal, whatever it is. 
you know, like, cause we're talking about money, how to make money and all this other stuff. So when you work on yourself and, and you know, try to love yourself, you know, you got to do first things you always have to do is always stay healthy. I mean, but sometimes you're born with a genetic disorder and you can't help it. And in those cases, you know, those are exceptions, but even, even people who are, you know, with the genetic disorder, they still can work on themselves, do things like, you know, yeah, exercise. I, no, and I'm, I'm, the, I'm a big proponent of that. You know, I'm a big proponent of those aspects as well. I, I want to see how, how are we tying this back to Trump though? And, and our- <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So because <laughs> this is because with Trump, see Trump has done all of those things about because make no mistake about it. When you think of Trump, people think of narcissists. But it's not that Trump is a narcissist. He's just a guy who loves himself. And he's successful as a result. Yeah, no, but because he loves himself, he could honestly do well and love others. And I think that's what he's trying to do. So if you ignore his tweets, like, you know, because look, he's being attacked like the, the ways that we can only imagine how people are attacked. So he has to defend himself. So if he's quote unquote telling lies, mm-hmm. you know, through his tweets to get his work done, you know, out of the love he has for himself, God, or whatever. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You need to do. And that's why, and I keep saying, it's like, look, you got to ignore that. You got to look at what he does and he results for everybody. Right. Because Trump's in a unique situation where people are looking to him to help their communities. But now if we break it down to ourselves, because I'm only going by two things when I say this, that's the first commandment and the second commandment, loving yourself and loving others. That is the way, that's the way into heaven. That's the way for salvation. Like you have to have total belief, which I don't have. (laughs) So that's why I already know I'm not, you know, like whatever, but, but that's my point. So when you have that, you have to work hard. It's not that you're working hard on like, so you're, cause like when Schwarzenegger says advertise that, that's the stuff, you know, that's not, you shouldn't do that, <laughs> but, but only if it's for business. But like, if you're loving yourself, you shouldn't be like advertising that aspect, but you know, mm-hmm. you know what you need to do for yourself in order for your own health, for your, for your own economic purposes, for your own mind, because in theory, and I'm starting to see this when you know that the everything in that Bible is real, you start to have peace of mind. And when you have peace of mind, you can honestly relax with the hard work you're doing on yourself to make yourself a better person. Because that's the whole thing. Just I, cause like, I get what you're like, I totally understand what you're saying, because there's a lot of people out there that I believe this. <laughs> like, this is why socialism is so popular, because they always tell people, look at what I do. Look at what I do. Right. Look at my works. But guess what? Those works are, well, I don't know if it's rooted in evil, but it's not rooted on working on yourself. It's rooted on looking good for other people. Right. So they, you know, in a way, like those, like, because it's, it's, because I totally understand. And I think what you described was people who, not, not people, 
almost all people, you know, Christian, Jew, Muslim, doesn't matter. Most people work for adulations from others. Mm -hmm. And and that's not the thing. That's why I liked listening to Schwarzenegger because he put a goal in his mind. What was his goal? His goal was to become Mr. Universe. What was Trump's goal? Trump's goal is to, and people don't see this, but Trump wants to stop illegal immigration and bring and put EB5, EB1, EB2 into the forefront. EB1, 2, and 5 onto the forefront of immigration. That is, that's his goal. So how he gets there is how he gets there. Same thing with Schwarzenegger. He wanted to become Mr. Universe. He set his goals. He did what he had to do. But both men, in the process of getting to their goals, one, they're Christian. Both of them. They're both Christian people who understood Christian principles of mm -hmm. working on yourself, self-love, in order to show glory to God. Because it's true. Look at both men. They don't take credit. He's always saying, like, they're not afraid to say that they're blessed people, blah, 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 blah. But it comes with hard work on yourself. You don't do works for others. You work for yourself. And once you can work for yourself, then you can participate in all of the parables and teachings that is actually in the Bible. It's the only way. If you cannot work yourself, if you have... Because the thing is like this, and, and, and I think going with food is the easiest way. <clears throat> if you're fat, <laughs> and I know this is bad, but if you're a fat dude, yeah, how can you, honest to God, be participating in any economy where you're honestly doing the work of God? How? No, but seriously, because your mind is always going to be worried about heart attacks or other things. So when you're, when you're trying to, when in theory, when people are depending on you, like your kids or your wife or whatever, because you're fat, you have limitations. Oh, I'm going to get diabetes or oh, I'm going to get this. Oh, I'm going to get, you know what I mean? Like so many things happens when you're fat and unhealthy. And I think... I mean, because I don't know, like, but I do know what the seven deadly sins are, like, and being sloth is one yeah. of them, like lazy. And, and I don't know if that's in the Bible or not, but, but if it is, that people is a result of slothiness. And when you're a sloth, you know, when you're a sloth, and, and this actually comes from, um, like, uh, some Muslim dude told me this one about what Muhammad said about people who pray all the time and they don't participate, that they become a burden on society because all they do is pray. And because all they do is pray, people have to pay for their food, pay for their housing, and, and it's not good because they become a burden, especially on the poor, um, which is probably why Christianity is the best faith because they literally teach you how to become rich without reading the Bible, but it's, it's the principles of Christianity teaches you to work hard on yourself so you could obtain your goals in living on earth. But then you won't go to heaven unless you believe. Right. So it, it's like a two-pronged thing that works hand in hand. Well, not hand in hand. The first thing, the first commandment is love God as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why it's that way. 
Right. You have to love God first unconditionally, but then you also have to love yourself unconditionally in the same fashion, same manner. Yeah. And without that, you cannot do anything, like literally nothing. Like you are going to be stuck in whatever hell your mind has put you in. And then the second commandment comes very easily once you have mastered the first. <laughs> but that first one is very difficult because there's tons of traps. Like with Trump, think about this. Even Fox News was criticizing Trump for those tweets. Every single person, whether it's Sean Hannity, yeah. whether it's Rush Limbaugh, whether it's gosh, any but name any person, very they're reactionary, you know, kind of just like yeah. Even Michael Savage, like out of all the people I respect the most on the right, I respect Savage the most. But even Savage said it. Everybody said exactly what she said earlier. Oh, Trump is—he got to be quiet sometimes. But see, but I'm telling you now, none of those people understand the first commandment. They don't. They do not understand loving God as you love yourself. I guarantee you they don't understand that principle. That principle is exactly what Trump is showing everybody because Trump has goals. His goals are different than ours because you know, we're not in, in charge of immigration. We're not in charge of you know, what's going to go down in, in Iran. We're not in charge of what's going to go down in Syria. We're not in charge of any of that, but he yeah. is. So he has to do what he needs to do to get this work done in order for other people to not interfere with it. Think about this. It, and we have like just, you know, I'm going to bring Schwarzenegger up for a reason because Schwarzenegger was a young man when he came into this country. He was working for you know, the goal to be Mr. Universe. He worked out five to six hours every day. He right. worked as a construction dude, uh, you know, because there was no money in working out. So he didn't look for food stamps. He didn't look for welfare. He didn't look for any of that. He did not want to be a burden on others. Why? Because of self-love as he loved God. He put his faith in God. He really did. You gotta have faith in order to do this. And yeah. he admits it. See, this is the difference between me and, and Schwarzenegger, me and Trump. I never had faith, <laughs> which is probably why my life has been up and down, up and down, up and down. Why? Because I don't have the faith like these men do. It's amazing when you see successful people, what they have. The very first thing they have is faith and belief in God. They do. And they don't even apologize for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't care that other people think they're weak. Because they all know there's going to be naysayers, every single one of them. That's the difference between, like, I really care what other people think about me. <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, because that was my job. Like, on the streets, all you have is your reputation. You're taught that. Right, right. You are taught that on the streets, you got to go with your reputation. And then, you know, part of getting the reputation is, you know, you got to be a badass, you got to fight, you got to get women. And that's just, so you're always pandering to those people to make your money like a monkey. You know, mm -hmm. the monkeys, like in the old days, the, there's a dude training oh, yeah. that. 
and, and you just you're just kind of chugging along you know and it's yeah so so that's why it's like i i, I don't want to make that distinction like oh yeah i'm doing because that's what they do you know that's what the progressives do that's what you know the people who do the road to hell good intentions the people who intend to do well see those are the people who those it like i don't know you said something but uh, well, it's also if you think about it right from a socialist standpoint intending to do well actually absolves you of any consequence and that's the problem with socialism is with collectivism like that and you can do no wrong it's all in the best interests of all people that were all like this means there is the basically the futility of individuality and no responsibility and no consequence that is also yeah. <laughs> it goes back to that safety net that you talked about because it's like if you screw up it's because of you. And I think all these people know it. All these people will admit, if I screwed up, I screwed up. It wasn't because of somebody else. I screwed up. But what you'll also hear in Schwarzenegger, and I, I wish we had said this earlier, but guys, we're referring to a viral speech in 2019 of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just look it up. He gives a very motivational speech about your why. But what I'm, what I'm saying here is, even if Schwarzenegger had failed, and he was getting to his goal. He said something that, well, I always had a smile on my face because I had purpose. So it didn't matter if I failed because I'd just get up. But here's the thing. If you're a socialist and you, you don't love yourself, you care too much about what other people think. He clearly didn't. He didn't care that he had an accent. And that was also brought up in Pumping Irons. Like, oh, who's this 27-year-old six-time Mr. Olympia? He's got an accent. It's like, it didn't matter. His, yeah, no, his accent. Didn't. And also, here's the thing. Did his accent stop him from getting movie roles? No, it didn't. You would think <laughs> with an accent, and here's the thing, it never really disappeared. He never spoke like John Wayne or Clint Eastwood or any of these guys. Nah, he kept the accent, but it didn't matter. So the big thing here is Schwarzenegger would have taken full responsibility had he not made it to it. And we got to emphasize that because how many times – in our society now, are you taught that if, if you screw up, right, your first instinct is not to accept responsibility. You blame somebody else or you blame the weather. You blame your dog. God. No, yeah, seriously. You everybody blames God. Like, but that's the thing. And that was very key because, uh, you know, I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Schwarzenegger. They all say the same thing. You have to expect to fail. People fail. Failure is a part of life. And your job is not to curse God. It's not to curse Jesus when you fail. And that's the whole point because I never understood that until. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, because, you know, like, because I don't have answers. No, no, but seriously, because, you know, every, like, and I, I hate to say this because now I, I feel like I sound stupid, but it's the truth. Like the argument is this, if you, because I grew up, and remember I told you how my teammates never prayed for us to win? Yeah. Never. And I never understood that. I was like, why the fuck are you guys praying for other people? It makes no sense. It's like, we want to win. You know what I mean? And then they kept saying, just be quiet. Like, I remember, uh, I don't want to say his name, but one of my teammates always said, you just got to be quiet and let us pray. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just like, because it never made sense to me. Why in the hell are you voting? Not voting, but, but wanting these guys to win. You know what I mean? Like praying for other, it made no sense. It's like, dude, we're going to, you know what I mean? It didn't make any sense. So anyway, but I get it today. So the point 
is we, you know, and it goes back to Romans about the carnal mind. God doesn't control that. God, God doesn't control who wins or who loses. He knows, but he doesn't control it, right? So, so we are not responsible. I mean, we are responsible for our own failures and our own successes because we work hard at it. We do. And we have to glorify God in failure and in winning. It's yeah, both. It's both. And, and that's Got the thing. It. That's I never, no, but seriously, I never understood that. I never understood until now. After watching those videos, I'm thinking, boom, I got it now. You'll, you'll find that some of the people that truly love themselves accept responsibility when they do, when they do wrong. Like the first thing, I don't want to toot my own horn, but if I, if I screw up and I know it was on me, even if it involved other people, I'll immediately be like, nah, that's on me. That's my bad. I did that, you know? Yeah. And, it's, and some people are just like, oh, okay, thank you. Well, you know, because here's the thing. If you know it's essential and it's part of the process, it's not going to matter in five seconds. You know why? Because I'm just going to come back and win. That's actually my mentality on life. And it's gotten me to where I've gotten because of the fact that it's like, if I accept responsibility for this, it means that it's a done deal already. I take from it and I learn from it. And then the next time I'm not going to do it again. But see, if you don't accept responsibility, guess what? You're going to do it again which means you're not going to learn from your mistake. How, how many times have you encountered people, right, who are fat? Because we're using the fat people example. I, I don't want to harp on fat folks, but it's true. Where they're just like, well, I have anxiety and it caused you to eat more. Well, I got this. So all of this stuff never comes back to choice. It never comes back to like, well, I, I, you know, in times of weakness, you know, I wasn't strong enough and I did this. It's all right. Now that we know that's the issue. What can we substitute so you don't just defer back to your default state of just eating your face off? You know, like what do you do to or get to the gym or, or any of those things? And the minute people accept responsibility, this is not anything new. This is just the fact of life. Anytime you accept responsibility, all of a sudden you're less likely to go back to it because if you can just blame somebody else, you're going to continue doing that. It's the same thing with bad behavior. How do anybody justify bad behavior? You blame someone else. You blame the dog. You blame God. You blame who? <laughs> no, but <laughs> and just continue true. doing it. Honestly, and that's what I, I, I actually, it's one of my pet peeves about people. It's like if you're caught in the act, like, dude, just accept responsibility. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. In my experiences, it's always been very narcissistic women who have been the biggest. Like, it's, it's like, no, it's you. Like. When it comes to like your job or whatnot, I used to be in HR and stuff, right? Like women would complain about all kinds of stuff. I'm not saying men didn't, but it was predominantly from women because someone you looked at you weird. Something It's like, no, like <clears throat> take responsibility for your actions. The, this whole aspect of loving thyself and loving your fellow man or whatnot, right, is straight out also of how we implement our marriage and family courts. Because think about it, right? If women accepted responsibility to some degree, and I know I'm harping on women here, but it's true with the marriage and family court system, you would not have crazy divorces where men, I mean, it's a fact. Women initiate 80% of divorces. That's, that's true. Most divorces. It's and, true. And, and, and the thing is, Nothing about that. I'm using marriage and family relationships as a, an example. Nothing about that is, uh, is accepting responsibility of it. And the women that do fix it. That's the crazy thing. The ones that do are like, no, no, let's work this out. 
and it, it gets worked out. See, no, but, the- you, but you, well, let me interrupt really quick. The the problem that a lot of women have when the, it's the deception because they fall for deception so easily, and and they have to because it, it's. I mean, I hate to say things like this, but I'm going to say it. it sucks to be a woman. Because women depend on men. Yeah. And because they depend on men, because, yeah, like we're going to have to explain, this is going to be like another hour because this is, this sounds terrible, but this is how it works. Women depend on men, you know, to have babies and, and to work together as a family because like you cannot do, although single women have done it before. But it's extremely difficult. It is easier to raise a family with a man than it is by yourself as a single woman. So since women fall for deception, then they get all twisted in their head. And, and, and dude, I don't even know like how to, because I'm not a woman. But, but. Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest here too. And I'm not saying, this is from personal experience, right? Uh-huh. I, whenever I try to explain something logically to a woman usually especially if they're in the wrong this time it's like hey between two parties you did wrong here because you didn't communicate right very seldomly if if she's at fault especially very seldomly am i actually able to explain it logically and her accept it unless she accepts it first so there's no there's no convincing women right because even if they go oh, okay fine in your head you think well no i was i was lied to or whatnot and you play victim it's it's just how it works it's just how I, in my experiences that's what it's been i don't say that to be a sexist but women are emotional when it comes to these kinds of things and having to explain like this is where it went wrong and you had something to do with it that's why when women get rejected they go crazy like I, I mean, I don't want to dive into something. <laughs> I was trying to avoid not saying that, no, but it's but all right. I, 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 I don't say that to spite women. I love women, but I'm gonna call a spade a spade. When women get rejected, especially women that are are usually they they can work men, they wow. can finesse men. It, it, it there's like some a switch goes off. Well, like see, they but, just go crazy. I can't explain. Well, no, why. no, but see, but this is like. I could explain this. I swear to God, I could. But it, it goes back to that deception because one man has deceived a woman. That woman now can never trust another man for the rest of her life. And then she ends up being like Megan Rapino. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what happened to Megan Rapino, but she will. She's a lesbian. But... Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you hate to say things like this, but something happened to her to make her that way. But usually it involves deception. When a woman is deceived, and because she is of a weaker sex, and it's just the truth, her self-defense mechanisms are so heightened, it looks crazy to men. Yeah. It's not really crazy. It's just that other women, I mean, I hate this because this sounds so stupid because (laughs) I've counseled women, but I'm telling you now, when I counsel women, I'm thinking... I could bang this broad if I really wanted to. Like, I really don't care about what she's, you know what I mean? I'm just, in my mind, I'm thinking, if I really wanted to, I could probably bang her, make her rich, and make her get All right, well, this is a family show, so. (laughs) But that's my point. Men cannot counsel women. They can't. It goes against human behavior. It's just, and that's why... Only I, I women have, can help other women through I, that whole yes, discussion. Yes, yes, yes. And I've, I've, they I've, don't crazy to us. They do. Like, they do. They. Do. But here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I take the position now where this is totally going to sound more traditional. But 
even in the church, this is enforced. Men should not counsel women. If you have like therapy type group meetings and stuff, dude, you got to segregate that stuff. And that, I, I am okay with saying that. Like literally, if you got to counsel a woman, make sure your wife's in the same room too. Have another person in the room. It, it, because here's the deal. Let's just be honest here. And I know we're drifting off topic, but it's all related to loving yourself because that's yeah, the main all, thing, right? Related. Here's the thing. Something changes when it's just a man and a woman in a room together. That's just how it works. I can't explain it. It's how God made us. You cannot <laughs> remain true. objective. You just can't because either you're completely like, oh man, this person's crazy or I, I mean, I get it. Or you've got intentions of your own, which I'm afraid is natural, but even worse. So that's why men should not counsel women. I will say that right now. I actually reserve that. It's like, dude, if, if I had a wife and she said, hey, why don't you give so-and-so this female friend of mine a ride home? I'm like, woman, I don't even trust myself in this area. <laughs> I would flat out tell her that because it's true. And I heard a pastor buddy of mine actually say that. It's like, we know that is an issue, but don't tempt the beast. We know that men fall short in this area. We do. I accept responsibility for that. You best believe you, you know, that's just, that, that's territory. Like if I got married, like I, if I got married, I'll be honest, I probably would have no female friends. I'm not going to lie. I probably would have zero female friends. If I got married to a woman, I would have no female friends. It, it would just be acquaintances and that's it. I would not go to dinner with them, not go to lunch. I, it's not because I don't want to. It's because it's just not appropriate after a while. That's just how it works. Well, see, but that's why I'm saying like you have to work every day on yourself because every day those temptations are real. Yes, yes, they and are. That's why you got to love yourself in order to work on one yourself. Thing, one thing they won't tell you is all the highest performing people in the world, dude, you best believe that the ones that don't fall victim to progressivism or sex cults, guess what? They've got one woman that they build with or they abstain completely. I'm willing to bet that these guys are not hooked on porn. They're not hooked on drugs. They're not hooked on anything carnal. And they're so focused. Like, here's the thing. Michelangelo was not Superman. Da Vinci was not Einstein. These were just guys who were so focused on their thing. They had their why. They Like, yeah. Da Vinci is like, you know, the kind of focus that Arnold had. Like, it's just like, nah, it's, it's one track minded. Nothing's going to get the better of me. And the thing is, I don't think Da Vinci's IQ or anything was anything more than the average person. I really, I mean, he might have been gifted, but he's so focused and has his why. And like Arnold, what Arnold said was true. Like there's 24 hours in the day. Hey, Da Vinci had a crap job. He was in the morgue and he would dig up bodies and examine them. You weren't supposed to do that. But see, he didn't listen to the naysayers. He did it anyways. And guess what? It proved to be influential for medicine in the future. Like, it, no, but see, but that is so true. But the, I'm telling you now, you cannot ignore the key factor in all of these great people has always been a belief in God. And that's the scary thing. I'm not, I mean, it's kind of scary. It be liber no, it's liberating. It's not scary. It's liberating. Well, I mean, it's scary for me only because of the, like, you know, like hearing that story about the lepers was like, holy crap, like, this is really about, like, because, you know, we made that discovery with RNAi therapy and how, you know, we have an immune system at the RNA level, blah, 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 blah. But that's literally that leprosy story. Yeah. It's and I'm thinking, you know what I mean? It's, it's amazing. But, I mean, 
it's 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 awesome like it's an awesome power like i i mean i hate to feel like primitive but when you're around that kind of knowledge you feel so primitive like oh my god please don't crush me <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah. like but it's the truth it's like when you see powerful people it's natural to to fear somebody it just is you know when you see a big ass six foot six dude all ripped coming out of prison it's like whoa i don't want to mess with that dude but when you i could only imagine that da vinci was like scared out of his pants if with you know when he had you know whatever it was that he his encounters with god had to have been scary because it's way beyond people's beliefs but once you have a handle on it like the way trump does he's able to do what he does because he understands it yeah he doesn't pretend to be like he knows his shortcomings and i think that's why you know i mean i believe he struggled a lot but i believe that he's doing it the right way now because look he's dedicated to his wife he's raising that boy you know hopefully he's going to be a, even though he's an old dad he's still raising that 13-year-old kid and he still has his family intact and he's trying to do things the right way but every but he's under a microscope so it's extremely difficult with all of these people attacking him and and that's why but, it's but like the guy the guy can take it without buckling though no it's but that's the thing and he's not aging you know how obama aged a lot in 4 years like dude he was like totally had black hair at the end of his presidency he's all white at, and and just after his first term you know what i mean and that's the difference and and i believe that i honestly believe in that first commandment now and i get it i get why they were praying for others and not for us to win we won because of we working on ourselves we worked on ourselves and that's why we were good but you know and we wanted everybody else to do just as well because the race in itself was a testament to how you know what god made he made us he made all of us and because of that we want to show Hey look this is what we're doing with our lives and hopefully we can inspire others to work hard and and blah 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 because in the field of athletics it's actually quite good the only thing is there is really not there's no money in sports they're just i mean there isn't some but in most sports there's no money but you know it's a you know like i still don't know why those chicks complain one they're making pretty good money and they get to travel for free Right. And then all complaining, <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're they're all, all war because they don't love each uh, themselves. Mm -hmm. and, and like that's why it's like that's the perfect example. Trump is a perfect example who loves himself, but he loves God the way he loves himself. And then Rapino who loves herself but doesn't love God. Look at the two. <laughs> Compare their lives. You know what I mean? Trump does good. He does good for society. Mhm. Mm Rapino doesn't do a damn thing for society. It's all manufactured. It's fake. She is not a role model for little girls or little boys trying to be anything. But is Trump a role model? Technically, yeah, he is. And even though they try to, you know, 
I hear I hear the counselor running around, but go ahead. No, I, I, that's why I try to lower the mic. I don't oh. know if it worked. <laughs> no, no, but it's okay. Keep going. It'll no, anyway, so, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. didn't mean to stop you there. Keep going. No, but but if you look at Trump, Trump people say, oh, he's a bad example because he did this. He did. Yeah, he did bad things decades ago. That thing that he said about grabbing by the pee, decades ago. Now look at him. No, but sir, now look at his yeah. life now. He's a dedicated dad, dedicated husband, and now he's the president of the United States. <laughs> Divine intervention. Can you imagine what belief really does for you? Seriously, because he understood Christian principle. He finally got it. He was a billionaire, lost his billions, got it all back. And then he understood the root, the roots of the first and second commandment. He understands some of those parables that we spoke about. And now look at him. He is masterful at deflecting the attacks from, quote unquote, the squad. Seriously, it's, squad. it doesn't phase them. That's what they call themselves. Oh, we're the squad. What, the Squirtle Squad? You know, from Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you know that is hilarious. But <laughs> yeah, come on, I know, I know all these things. I love Pokemon, but, it, but it's the truth. It's literally, they, could be, they should be called the Squirtle Squad. Those four, uh, those four, uh, 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 uh uh, uh, squirtles, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, the sunglasses. Know. Yeah, I remember that. The <laughs> fact that you know that is funny because aren't you like fifty? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm telling you, I, I, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Pokemon is just a weird, like, like that Avatar, the the first, the last Airbender. It's amazing how a lot of these stories are just bastardizations of Christian stories. That's <laughs> yeah. all they did. Yeah, that's all they did was just they find some parables and then they make it and twist it around and 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 then they take credit for being original. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, uh, no, but that's why it's amazing how that J.K. Rowling even admits like, yeah, if you know the Christian, you know the Bible, you can guess the endings of my stories. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? No, that's why I read the Bible because when I heard that, I was like, you gotta be kidding. All of these great authors are just ripping off the Bible. And it's, it's just, uh, one of those weird things. So the anyway. great thing about it, the great thing about all these authors writing fiction off of the Bible is that all that stuff is based off of real things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the thing. Cause it's like magic is just science. We don't understand. That's all it is. And, uh, and it looked like magic to those people way back then when he cured the lepers, but that wasn't the point. The point was to show everybody how these people are wrong with controlling information. And when you're not informed about things, when you don't know the word and the word is basically the simple first and second commandment. I mean, obviously there's a lot more that I don't know, sure, but you're, you're not wrong about that. That's the, if you want, if you had to cut it down to two things, love God, <laughs> love others, because in doing that, you also fear God. And I think that that's the <laughs> yeah. thing. Da Vinci, Abraham, Moses, dude, you got to fear God. If you love God, you also fear God. Like, oh, just, you know, you should say that again because because when you said it, you go mo 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 mo. Oh yeah, the thing is acting up. I said if yeah. you love God, you gotta fear God too. They're one. No, of, you gotta say the whole quote like with Moses and everything well, else. I said I said here's the good deal. quote because because well I'll reiterate because we have to wrap this up soon. But like one of my favorite Bible characters, which you'll read, this happened literally. This was even before Abraham. This was right after the flood, chronologically before the Tower of Babel was a guy called Job in the Bible. 
Now, Job, this is why this is actually a guy in the Bible who I aspire to be more like, because here's the thing. He was the richest man in the world at that time. He had like 7,000 sheep, like, you know, he, like that's what it says in the, in the book of yeah. Job, but he was the richest man in the land at that time. And he was also blameless. And then there's a story in there where the devil goes to God and says, Hey, you know what? I bet you I could tempt this guy and get him to renounce you. Right. And sure enough, God said, yeah, go right ahead. And what he did was he took everything away. People came, killed his family, lost his fortune, lost everything. And he didn't curse God in that instance. And then at the end of the story, because he, he everybody was telling him, hey, like you got to curse God. You got to blame God for all this bad stuff you're going through. At the end, he keeps going and he keeps faithful, that keyword faith. And his efforts, he's rewarded twice. So he gets twice back what he lost. Gets his wow. family back, gets everything. Dude, that's so Trump. What, yeah, <laughs> no, so that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So Job... Abraham, Moses, Da Vinci, whoever it is you want to say who are faithful people, as much as they loved God, they feared him more. <laughs> you got it. You, you got, if you love God, you also fear God. Like that's the truth of the matter. Well, but it's not, I don't think it's fear like, oh, I'm so, but it's a natural fear to fear such power. In, in awe. Yeah. And, knowledge. and this is well, no, because it's truthful because man, like, like, cause I'm really good with math. I'm really good with physics. I'm really good with a lot it's just what I, I, I'm able to do a lot of things because I understand a lot about sciences and uh, my God, it's amazing. It's just because, you know, like, because like, and I bring back the volcano thing, all of our weapons cannot one volcano <laughs> could destroy our entire arsenal. One little volcano, not, well, not little, but a good sized volcano, like a medium sized volcano can destroy yeah, entire Western Hemisphere, uh, oh not West, but the Western no, of the United States. See, this is how when you told me about global warming being a myth, and I started looking into it. All I needed to know was when uh, Mount Vesuvius erupted, right? Uh, when yeah. it took out Pompeii and and the other surrounding Roman cities. The did you know that the global temperature changed by like two degrees? It got two degrees cooler because yeah, it's, it's So here's the thing. If a volcano is doing that, and that's happened throughout time, like what does that really say about okay, you know your carbon outputs, especially because car we've already established on this show that the solid form of carbon dioxide is basically dry ice. So it's just like- <laughs> no, but it is no, but but it goes back to what you said about Job. I didn't know this, but it's the truth, and that's why I know it's to be true. After the these volcanoes do what they do, we're rewarded. With, with twice as much life yeah no because that's the, it's the truth that's what happens like i honestly don't know enough about because uh, no one's ever gonna know and this is the truth no one is ever gonna know what happened to all those people the giants the six-day people but for whatever reasons well, here, here's the thing also about man-made weapons in nature right yeah. like volcanoes like when you look at chernobyl and everything eventually what actually happens is the land comes back, life comes back. That's just like that just shows you how God created this planet, right? It just comes back. But here's the thing. In natural disasters, we're talking the biggest forest fires, the biggest volcano eruptions and everything. What happens immediately after is what we call primary and secondary succession, which means when a forest fire comes through and ravages a forest naturally, guess what? Life more yeah, life always happen 
Always happens. That's actually how it works. You don't even have to be a Darwinian environmental scientist (laughs) to get that. You know that forest fires actually create more fertility amongst the life that's there. It's almost like a, it's almost like a reset button. You could say. (laughs) Yeah, no, but it's, but that is actually, yeah, that's, that's the whole point. It's, and, and that's just. People are like, forest fires are a disaster and they are, they are a disaster and volcano eruptions destroyed everything. Yeah. And literally what would happen afterwards is more, it becomes more fertile. Like, so for example, if you couldn't till the soil prior to the volcanic eruption, volcanic ash, volcanic soil actually allows for it to thrive again. Yep. So when you say like it, the planet rejuvenates itself, like you could blast it with an atom bomb. <laughs> All it takes is one volcanic eruption and you'll probably be good for a while. I mean, yeah, probably be kind of Hawaii. for a hundred years. Yeah. Hawaii. And Hawaii is a paradise. Yep. No, that's but how it, it works. And, and, oh, my God. No, but I'm telling you now, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm glad we spoke about those things today. Like, you know, the whole thing with Trump and, 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 and the, because it's, it's a perfect example of, uh, of the first commandment. Love yourself as you would love God or whatever that commandment is. But I'm telling you now, that is the how in order to be successful, just the how, like you really have to work on yourself. You got to continually, like it's, it's a real job to do. Loving yourself is a job, Yeah, you know, because it takes a lot to avoid pitfalls. You know what I mean? Like you want to keep your mind as clear, clear and clean as possible. You got to work on it. You just can't like, Oh, you know, I found salvation or, Oh, you know, I'm reading this self-help book, you know, and it's like now it's like, no, 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 no. Cause temptations are around us everywhere. Even if we don't even know it. Right. You know, like, you know, like uh, one of the things I worry about, you know, because I have the baby is chemicals in the food that addictive. Yeah. You know, and we don't know because Dude, you, we're trusting the packaging. Starter on, on something more alkaline, man. Don't have acidic foods, you know, cause cancer and all that stuff can't thrive in alkaline environments drink alkaline water, you know, I'm starting to do that just because if I want to remain young and be like Trump where I'm 70 years old and I can plow through 200 (laughs) appearances a year, dude, the guy is a machine. Hillary, you know what I mean? People who travel with him are like, I can't do anymore. We've gone to five cities in one day. It's like, I'm just getting started. I got to go back to the White House and, and, you know, it's just like... But man, that is a man that has been ordained by God to do a job because he believes like yeah whatever. you know it's just like you don't get that kind of success and energy and here's the thing no one's saying he's perfect oh man some of the biggest yeah, far you know, from it far from it he's not a perfect man but that's not the point you know people think that you know you have to be perfect in order to be to be an example for others and i'm like this squad stuff is just hilarious like i read this and i'm like this is immediately going to tie into the story about loving yourself because it's just you know, his support for even people who probably would not typically support him rose by about five points ever since that. So how can you yeah. deny like the fact no, that... What's funnier is that not only did that rise, but the rise of people hating socialism is on the rise as well. 70% of all people do not like socialism. Here's the thing, and I want to add this in. Trump, I will say this on air, 
is singularly responsible for opening up diplomatic relations with North Korea once yep. the last big bastion of communism falls, which it will, it will, liberals will take all the credit, but we'll always remember that this guy started it. I think that socialist sort of tendencies amongst Americans, people who are oftentimes are sympathetic to it, is going to fall incredibly once that happens. I mean, that's amazing. Like, he could actually be the reason why a major communist state falls in the 21st century. Like, yeah, it's just... But, the, but it's even more than that. Think about it. He's also the first guy to ever go after how China commits theft on intellectual property. And he has got everybody, you know, serious. I don't know how many countries, I, I think at least 20 different countries supporting him and getting China to stop stealing. And, and by doing so, he's helping Vietnam. He's helping, you know, Malay, all these other countries. Right. And because of that, Christianity is going to spread. That's like, it's a, it's, a, it's a weird thing, but it's like, you know, he's opening the door for, for like real, you know, I don't know, I forgot that word you used, but when pastors go into other countries and-, and Missionaries. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there was another word. I forgot. Um, Evangelize? Yeah, 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 that the evangelistic thing. That's but see, but that's what's supposed to happen. See, because the way the Catholics did it were wrong, because you know they're more like dictators, and they forced it on the people. They forced it yeah. on the people. You you can't do that. They have but to be faithful what, themselves. See, but with evangelists, they're coming in. Not just with the word, but with opportunities and giving real life examples of how it works. Because it works with loving yourself. And when you love yourself, you get your lazy ass off, stop eating bad foods, and you start to work. Whether it's in sports or art or, or engineering, whatever it is, you work hard on yourself. You there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, she did something. I cannot see you anymore. <laughs> I don't know what Good. she did. But either way, so, uh, but that's my point. You do all of these things because of self-love and loving God. Right. First, you got And that's what they do. When you open up markets, you're not just opening up a market for business, but you're opening up a changing, as she said, hi. <laughs> I don't yeah, know I if you heard Yeah. But no, she literally said the word hi. It's, it's oh, amazing. that's awesome. Yeah, no, but you know, but it's really soft. She did it again. She's like, but anyway, so uh, yeah, she I'm telling you, she likes to sit here. But um, but I'm telling you now, there is a lot of when you're working hard, you know, doing a, because that was the other thing too. What what Schwarzenegger said: seventy four percent of Americans do not love the job that they do. They hate it, but they do it anyway. And that's not the Christian way. Why would you put yourself in a job that you don't love? seriously no but think about that because Why? here's the thing if you don't love it guess what the underlying quality is too you don't believe in it you don't believe in it because when humans believe in something they love it it doesn't matter well, but, what it is but but th but think about this though when you don't love your job what really happens the one thing that happens those evil thoughts start coming into your head right. seriously that's when see when you don't love the things you do that is when something bad is going to happen. I guarantee you this because you got to love working hard. Not, I mean, you don't have to work because it's not really, I mean, it's, 
because he talks about Muhammad Ali. Uh, and, and somebody asked him, how many sit-ups do you do? He goes, I don't know. I only start counting when, when it, starts it starts to hurt. But, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, but they love to do it because it's just what they love to do. And, 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 and Schwarzenegger loves what he does. Trump loves what they do. But the thing is, a lot of people, they don't love what they do. And if you don't love what you do, I guarantee you, you're not going to love yourself. And if you work the wrong way, you're not going to love God. How are you going to love Jesus or God if you don't love what you do? That's not, it's counterproductive. So you, it's, it's really vital to work on things, to have goals that you honestly love. Right. You just, you know, like if you honestly, like your parents, you know, because a lot of times parents are misguided. And and this is why the children are always better than the parents. It's just how it works, um, because the you know, a lot of parents they force their kids into a lot of Asian parents is particularly do this. They make their kids do what they want. Like oh, you got to be a doctor, you got to be. But if you don't love it, then don't do it. You have to find something that you honestly love doing. Like for well me said. personally, I I just I like dancing. I love music. So that's why I'm really good at nightclubs. I, I do it because I love music. I, I like to see performers. I just do. It's just like what I love to do. And it's not really work, but I, I, I learned everything about it. I learned everything about marketing, promoting. That's why I'm successful at it. But, um, but <clears throat> you know, again, like I said before, because I have no faith the way these other guys do, it's hard to, well, even if... I, can't I think you're that. getting there, though. I think you're. Yeah, but unless you know the word, there's no way. You know what I mean? Like there has to be more than because like these yeah. guys are special, like Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah, I'll show you sometime. We'll dive into it. We'll definitely or, dive. Into it. Oh, I didn't send it to you, but I wanted to show you because remember how we're talking about uh, Wendy Davis? Yeah. <laughs> no, because I wanted to show you who she's attacking. Uh, this, this guy, uh, newbie, Brian newbie, she's going to make a TV. Did I send it to you yesterday? No, no, no. we'll talk about it tomorrow though. We got to wrap this up though. Oh, so. okay. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll, I guess we need more time. That's what we got to do a three hour show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but next week, uh, I'm meeting with these people on Monday just to let you know. All right. Uh, so, cause like, I'm thinking, you know, yeah, cause you know, uh, I got to give them a chance, suck it up, work hard, and just... Uh, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. No, 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 because the thing is, it is perfect. Everything's already there. And I'm thinking, if I abandon it, that'll suck. That, that's taking a shortcut. You know what I mean? I feel so, you. Uh, yeah. Well, that's we do why I set it up again, because these guys don't want to let go. And they want, but then, you know, you know how it is. But we'll talk off air about this. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I know we got to cut it short, but I know you guys' attention span drops off after an hour. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys caught up for the rest of the week, and we'll see you in the next episode.